Beautiful people, happy, where are we? Saturday night in my world. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm out in the other room working on a whole bunch of reviewing stuff and, and thinking and I totally lost track of the time so it's a little bit later than I would normally chat with you. But I'm here but I also decided to keep it kind of lighthearted again like last night. And I'm just going to chat with you about stuff. How's that? And we'll start working on step eight tomorrow night. So the first funny little thing I'm going to share with you is that I was actually going to go to a GA meeting tonight and then and then come and record and I figured I'd share you know whatever wisdom I got from the meeting and it's funny because as I engage in these rooms different different people have invited me like hey you know will you come to zoom meetings da 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 and I I need to do my service and I need to go and show up in these rooms. It's part of what I believe in. You know, GA and the people that had more clean time than me that always showed up. They didn't stop they didn't stop contributing to their recovery or anyone else's, you know, like oh, once once they got to a certain point, you know, you don't graduate, you don't graduate recovery. I don't know if anybody's told you this. I don't want to, you know, ruin your expectations if you had any, but we don't get to graduate. And I've been very focused on the stuff going on with my couple of businesses and my classes and all the things that I'm trying to get rolling. And I have not done a good job at participating at, at group at the center or GA. So whenever somebody calls me out, I try to show up and, um, I, you know, I, I made it to one or two from one of the other groups and, and sometimes I don't know anybody in the room, but this is all, you know, electronic <laughs> in a lot of cases. It's not like I'm connecting with my old GA gang, uh, from Kansas city or, or, you know, anything like that, or even, the local New York Zooms, I haven't done a good job of being at, and I got yelled at at the picnic about that. So I could do a better job of that. However, I was going to go to this meeting tonight. I'd gotten the email and the Zoom link, and I just went in and signed in. And guess what? Like, nobody's showing up. It's like 801, 802. I'm like, all right. I double-checked the email. Yeah. Evidently, I chose to read it how I wanted to read it. Their Zoom meetings are at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. And today happens to be Saturday. <laughs> uh, so, needless to say, nobody's there. They do meetings in the morning. So maybe I'll try to jump on tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe, actually, as I'm talking through it, what I did this morning, I, I did go to group, and I'll tell you a little about that here in a second, but I went for a bike ride this morning and I listen to a lot of audiobooks. And sometimes the content is just too heavy 
Like I can't ride a bike and listen to the content at the same time. Like if it's too deep on, especially like Joe Dispenza or Eckhart Tolle, stuff that I really need to pay attention to, I can't, I can't do. And then there's even times when I'm like listening to music or just going for a ride and I like, I call it the brain train where one thought leads to another thought leads to another thought. All of a sudden I'm not paying attention to anything because my brain is wandering or I get in a, to, you know, like to-do list mode, whatever. Well, I realized today that while I was out for my bike ride, it was the same time as the group at the center. So I was like, okay, I'll jump on to group. And I've done this once before. I kind of turned the, the phone on and, and um, show my riding. So they see the sidewalk or the greenery or, or whatever. And, and not my face because they'd probably be looking up my nose, right? The way the phone is angled. But at least I, I get to contribute and jump in. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to share something with you. And I'm not throwing my group under the, the table, but under the bus. Not under the table, under the bus. <laughs> A few months back, we had some just some shit going on in the room. And I probably told you about it at the time, but it had, I think it had a political element to it. It just has, you know, heightened tempers and opinions and a bunch of people left our group, not the actual group at the center per se, but they left our, our thread is what they call it. It's our WhatsApp group. Um, and a bunch of people left. And actually, so many people left, like all the admins. I was the last admin standing. And there's two schools of thought. You know, there's, you can think about them leaving as if the environment was toxic, which it shouldn't be in a recovery environment. So so shame on, on the toxicity and the people contributing to that. So if they protected themselves, if that's why they left, was to protect their um, sobriety, so to speak, in, in gambling terms, I totally get that and respect that. And most of them have migrated back. Not all of them, but most of them since. The two main, well, the three main people that were involved in all this rigmarole are not active on the thread anymore. I mean, they show up occasionally, but what's happened since all this stuff has happened was, like I said, some people left, but it's not the same. The dynamic is not the same. There's maybe a half a dozen people that are constantly in there. Um, and it's just basically good morning and that's about it. One of the fellas that was kind enough to take over my duties of posting the daily reading when I switched to, you know, doing my daily readings with you guys, um, I don't see him in even the virtual groups anymore. Where I'm going with this is since all this happened, um, it's not the same and it's it's really sad, you know, at best. And now I get it. COVID, Zoom, it's not the same. But now the center's opened. We used to have, you know, it was practically standing room only. There'd be 20 to 30 of us at group on a Saturday morning. And now groups are like five or six people. 
and there's there's different schools of thought on this i hopefully i remember to circle back i want to talk about how i feel about my responsibility on this but what what i want to talk about first is this is what um i call it attitude instead of having a good attitude people have attitude and that's when people are acting like with their attic qualities you know, showing up more so than their recovery qualities. Now, I have my opinions about um, people not participating. And it's not for me to have opinions about it. Like, everybody has to do their own thing. But what has happened is because everybody pulled away or all these people pulled away, like, the group is crumbling, like it's crumbling and it's the saddest thing I've seen. And as someone who tends to be um, a leader and I mean, they call me deputy director because I tend to, you know, either probe with my questions or call people out in their bullshit or try to keep the administrative stuff going. Um, I, I try to have a very active role and I can't, I can't force people to come back and, and participate just like I can't, I can't call all of them and be like, Hey, you know, you guys, if everybody just went back in the old, old ways in the old ways of the sense of let's all work together on recovery instead of all these walls that are now built. Um, it's not my job. It's not my responsibility. And it's a shame because like parts of me want to be proactive about it. And it's just not my responsibility. And I feel a little guilty about that. And on some level, it's protecting my recovery in the sense of if I if I try and I approach people and I ra- you know try to get people to rally and they don't, I'm gonna end up frustrated. And you know I don't want to be frustrated. I don't want to. I already feel like I've lost um, at least one of the friendships that I had had. Um, before COVID, you know, one of my friends, I used to talk about him all the time on here and him and I used to speak often and he was one of those people that we could be honest about anything and everything. And when some of this started, and I don't even know if our incident was the same as whatever caused all this drama, like I just don't even remember all the drama stuff. Um you know, I, I asked him and it, at first I wasn't ready to speak to him because I wasn't in a good place and I knew I wasn't going to handle myself. And then when I was, I asked him, did he want to talk? And, um, you know, I've never gotten any response on a, on a serious level to, to fix it. So it's just been, um, you know, we're in a different group, little text place and it's just been casual not a whole lot of like I feel like the friendships kind of fizzled like it's like polite superficial bullshit and 
I I have I I don't know why I've had him on the brain this week. It just it sucks, you know, to to lose friends. And there's this this balancing act that we have to do when it comes to being in these group environments. And I think that it's probably one of the biggest downfalls in GA as well. You know, people are people. And then throw in the fact that we have issues, you know, whether it's addiction or mental illness or whatever leads us to gambling. It's it's going to be a, a more either volatile situation or just a more delicate situation. I don't whatever that language is around it, more challenging. It's just going to be that way. And my perspective on it is it it's a testament of how you're working your recovery and how you deal with these situations. So which is part of why I feel the guilt because part of me wants to show up and be the fixer, but that's not really working my recovery. That's me trying to control people and control things that are out of my control, which is serenity prayer 101. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna, you know, send like love and good vibes and, and I'm gonna try to stay as connected as I can on, on my schedule, I know that the work I'm doing in the background is for the greater good and that it's not that I'm not contributing, uh, you know, to just not contribute. It just, it just sucks. It's just not the same. It's just not the same community I walked into and it's not the same community that I left physically you know, when COVID ramped up and we stopped meeting as a group. So it's really, it's just heartbreaking. And I guess that's a little on my, my brain today. Um, I, you know, I went to group this morning and one of the folks that was an administrator in, in the group and someone who had been progressing, I thought quite well in his recovery, um, had relapsed and, I'm glad that he came back and I'm glad that he shared with us and, and talked to us about it. And, um, you know, I had some, some passionate feedback for him and I, I did speak up, but you know, how does it come across on a bike on a zoom call, you know, without looking somebody in the eye, does it sound like I'm just being bitchy or does it sound like I'm being, um, constructive, you know, so I had a little bit of those thoughts and he was cool. He got me, you know, I wrote to him on the side. Um, but this isn't the same, the same man, the same person, you know, I guess none of us really are the same as we were before the, you know, the world essentially shut down and we got disconnected. I think I totally didn't know that this was going to all fall out of my mouth tonight, guys. So thank you for listening to me. Um, and I guess I would just ask you, I know I'm always giving you um, like little challenges and self-improvement work or questions to ask yourself and, and we work together. Um, you know, and I know the Bobby way like isn't, necessarily the right way for 
anybody and everybody. You know, it's just, this is just the way I approach things. And if you can get some value from some of my perspective, great. Um, if it just gets you thinking a little different, then great. If it, if it helps you not gamble today, it's great. If you don't agree, that's fine too. And hopefully you don't disagree on such a way that, like how this situation was where people disagreed and then they just left the situation, you know, and, and abandoned. In some cases, I feel like people abandon their recovery, um, abandon the connection, abandon the community. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. And I guess I haven't really talked about it much, but it was, you know, evident there's two people in that room today that, you know, had had one of the girls had over two years and I, you know, I saw her before today. So I knew that she had gone back out and you just got to wonder if we were all still together, would we, would we be thriving? You know, as, as a community, would we have been more dialed into each other and more supportive? Like, would these folks have not gone back out? I mean, Again, big, huge blessing that they showed back up and they came in and they're telling their truths and they have a shot. But what what are we doing? How are we acting? How are we interacting? Are When we're, you know, I, I don't want to air quotes recovery, but when we're in recovery, are we acting like we're in recovery? Are we being the kinds of people that we want to be, the kinds of people that leave an impression in this, in this world or, you know, with other people on their hearts and stuff, are we setting a good example? Are we being supportive? Um, you know, there's so much to it and it's not that everybody else is our responsibility. However, coming from a place of service and trying to do good and trying to support each other, is definitely like for me, I know being of service is some, something really important to me, not just because, you know, GA preaches it, but because it makes me feel good and it keeps me really dialed in to my recovery and, and I like helping people like it, it, it's awesome. I mean, I'm working with a with a girl right now that, you know, Facebook connected us as as mentor mentee. And um, you know, she made it a nine day stretch without gambling. And like there's just something so rewarding. Not that I did that, but I enjoyed being part of that. She was thinking a little differently because of some of the conversations we had. And I was able to share my story with her. And, um, you know, she took what she needed to take because I'm like, gosh, (laughs) old enough to be her mother. I'm literally double her age. But I had been her age once and I had been through a lot of the things that she was going through. And just the fact that she knows that she's not alone is is another piece and and the one thing I really treasure about the people that I've been fortunate enough to work with is their complete honesty um I'm not necessarily happy when people go back out but I'm happy that they're confident enough 
in me to know that they can tell me and trust me with that and know that I'm not going to judge them or, you know, criticize them or whatever. Like it's part of the, it's part of the journey, unfortunately. And because I have so much clarity around the fact that my relapse was so purposeful, it was very destructive. Don't get me wrong, but it had a purpose because I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now if I didn't relapse. I just wouldn't. I don't, I, I don't see how the roads would have let me here. And I wouldn't have had as much um, insight and education in this space as I do now. And hopefully more tools to not only just maintain my gamble-free time, but to help others maintain theirs. So I believe all of it has a purpose. And, and even maybe all of this separation of our group has a purpose. It just doesn't feel that way right now. It just feels sad. And evidently that was what was on my heart today. And if you hear anybody from group that <laughs> is listening, I mean, I don't know who does and doesn't, to be completely honest. I I have a sense of some, and I know that some people have listened to some episodes, but um, I'm not really saying this for their ears specifically, but if they do hear me, um, you know, maybe we could be united and and getting our group, our family back together. It, and that's what it's exactly like, is is a family having family squabbles. And if it was a family thing, I would tell you to do what you needed to do to protect your recovery. And if that's what everybody's doing, then that's what everybody's doing. It's just I know that we, you know, we need the center to be strong, and we need the resources that it has, And as finances get wacky, you know, from the state, I got to tell you guys, you want to hear something that (laughs) I know I get so aggravated about the littlest things or things that I shouldn't be aggravated. I should be a good example and not get really pissed off about some things, but I still am human and I still get pissed off. I walk by that freaking casino every freaking day, multiple times a day. And do you know that every freaking time that I walk by it, every gosh darn slot machine is lit up like it's Christmas. So for four months, all that electricity is being burned. Now, I don't know what the reason is, but why the frick are they not unplugging them? Like, why? Just, I mean... Just under the simple fact that they're state run and the state needs money and resources. Like I have no idea how much electricity it takes to run that place, but I imagine it costs a mint. Um, And it's one of those silly little things, but like, really, why are you not unplugging the freaking shit? Um, It bothers me more that it's it's so wasteful, Um, you know, especially here it is the summer, right? Like. How about people want electricity for their air conditioning to stay cool and to stay safe and whatever. I totally digress there. Anyway, if you're part of a recovery community, I I advocate for you to be part of the community and be your best self and show up as your best self every chance you can. That's, I guess, my message message today and then I'm sad I miss I miss my my recovery family in the sense of the center and um hopefully whatever happens will happen 
for the greater good. I know it will. I believe in that stuff. So I know that it all has value and it's happening exactly how it should happen. And I guess I'm feeling exactly what I should be feeling in this moment. So, all right. Well, that was totally not what I planned on talking to you guys about. So I guess you'll get more nuggets about some of the other things I'm thinking about either as the week uh, continues or when we're done with step eight. I don't know. You never know what you're going to get with me on these evening episodes. (laughs) All right, beautiful people. I will talk to you, gosh, in about 12 hours. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks.